Welcome one, welcome all. Hour number three of the Bill Michaels Show. We are so glad you are on board today, and we are so glad to have him back after a, uh, a brief bout with the big vid. Our, our buddy Paul Charchian uh, joining us uh, on the hotline. Charch, how you doing, pal? How you feeling? Uh, yeah, I'm doing better. Thank you very much. The phlegm factor way lower this week. I'm happy to say <laughs> it was not. It was not good last week. That's yeah. the part about COVID nobody talks about. The phlegm. Really, yeah. that should be the lead story. I think. Okay. The uh, is there now? Was that? Uh, I, I will say this. I've had this all throughout the the fall months. This like drainage, and I hate to get gross here with the phlegm and the drainage, but. It's it's been something where it's every day. It's like Claritin or something else to dry me up every day. I've never had this before. Growing up as a kid and all of my adulthood, I've never had it. This year, after I had COVID last year, it's not. Yeah. It's been not COVID. It's been Claritin every single day, twice a day. Maybe um, maybe you're now now you're you're phlegm friendly. I mean, it didn't used to go. be this way. Maybe COVID is. Now made you, you know, this is you're like a safe harbor for phlegm now. That's that's possible. But I, you know what I like about it, Bill, and your voice. I mean, it really it brings sort of a gravelly part to your voice. I like it. Yeah, kind of sexy, yeah. if I'm honest. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, <laughs> I'll go for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Paul. Let's get at the because uh, this is a big week in a lot of sense. Uh, you know, no Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, yeah. You got Purdy mm-hmm. coming in. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey is uh, you know got that matchup with Tampa Bay. You've got you know, right in your own backyard. You've got a, an offense that can move, but you got Kirk Cousins, who's only got one postseason win, but a defense that's given up points and yards at a, at an unbelievable yeah. pace. I mean, where do you want to start? Let's do that. Let's start uh, well, where, where you want to go first. Sure. Well, I mean, just because you know you mentioned the Vikings, so let's let's hit on this game. Vikings are a ten and two team that is an underdog against the Lions. Two and a half point underdog. Um, mm-hmm. The Lions have gotten have gotten a lot better. Obviously, they've won four of the last five games. Um, one of the ways they've done it, Bill, that nobody's talking about because you know they've got some eye popping guys like you know, Amon Rossi Brown looks amazing right now. A lot of things are going right. Their run defense has suddenly become very good in this in this streak of four wins in five games. Detroit's allowing three point seven yards per carry. No back is top seventy two yards. And Dalvin Cook has had some struggles lately. In the two full games without starting left tackle, Christian Derrissaw, last couple of weeks, he's averaging three yards per carry. That's it. Lions have been very good against running backs as receivers as well, giving up just three catches for 20 yards during this 4-1 and one hot streak. So I think, uh, I think this thing is a sneaky, tough matchup, not just for Minnesota, but Dalvin Cook in particular. Uh, I've got one here from Austin who says, need some help. Cam Akers or Rashad White this weekend? Uh, how can you back any part of this Rams offense right now? Right? It's, it's so bad. And, you know, and the, right now, if John Wolford doesn't go, they're going to put in Baker Mayfield for, on two days with the team. I mean, Bill... I've always wanted to believe that the quarterback position is a difficult position requiring months of lead up, the, all the training camps, the OTAs, mini camp, all the time with the playbook and everything else. You're telling me the quarterback position is so easy that Baker Mayfield can show up, get claimed on Tuesday and play on Thursday. And it's not, and that's just going to be, you know, like easy. I don't know. That's, 
there's there's a scenario here where the Rams don't score many any points in this game. You know, I just uh, this is a it's a terrible matchup. Um, this is actually a very good run defense as well. Uh, Raiders quietly pro football focuses number one run defense. Cam Akers not startable this week tonight. Um, Corey says regular season championship on the line. I, do I need to start one Dante Foreman, Damian Pierce, or Jeff Wilson at the running back position? Well, I've got Pierce the highest out of those. He's had some struggles lately. The whole Houston offense has not been great, but I'm glad they're going back to Davis Mills, which helps. And, you know, the Cowboys are a great pass defense. Great. And if Houston never needs an excuse to not pass, they don't, you know, they generally don't want to. So you get uh, Damian Pierce against a team that's allowing the ninth most rushing yards. And that's, you know, that's a positive matchup for him. And we know that, you know, when there's no scenario where they won't give the ball to Damian Pierce, he's the best thing the off- entire offense has got going. So I think he's the safest play out of that group. Jeff Wilson's kind of fascinating because Miami goes up against, uh, against the Chargers. That's the worst run defense in the NFL. But Jeff Wilson barely got on the field last week. And so it's a lot harder to trust him. I know Damian Pierce is going to get some, going to get some work. Uh, this one's from Anthony, who says, Joe Burrow or Jalen Hurts? Oh, come on. It's it, Jalen. I mean, Joe Burrow's good and everything, but Jalen Hurts is like fantasy MVP stuff here, right? You know, he's mm-hmm. thrown multiple touchdowns in six of the past seven games. He's running touchdowns in three of the past four. You know, this is – and it's it's a Giants defense. It's just middle of the pack at everything. There's there's a, My number one-ranked quarterback is, is Jalen Hurts. Now, in fairness, Burrow is number two. Now, I love Burrow's matchup, too, but Jalen Hurts so special with what he can do, land and air, that uh, I just think you gotta you got to keep starting. I found it interesting last night. A buddy of mine called and said it's a big weekend because he lives in Cincy. It's a big weekend. Uh, he said, don't forget, Joe Burrow's never beaten Cleveland. Yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah, How can Joe I, Burrow own Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and you can't get by Cleveland? Right? Weird. Yeah. Yeah. No um, then uh, this one, uh, who else do we have here? This is uh, this is Anthony who says, uh, I've got Aaron Jones. Uh, Aaron Jones, uh, why was he? No, no, never mind. That's another that's another question for a whole other day. Duh. Yeah, uh, Aaron Nick Jones, Ch- he, he, you know, not playing this week. We have right, reason to yeah. believe. Yeah. yeah, he okay. His his basic question was he also has Nick Chubb and he has Miles Sanders. Which one would you start in place of Aaron Jones? Oh, that's what he's trying to get at. I like Nick Chubb yeah. here. Uh the game you know, last week should have been a smash spot for him against Houston, but the game script actually didn't really go his, his way as much as we thought, but he's still got seventeen carries. He's always played well here. If you want a reason why Cincinnati loses to Cleveland, it's Nick Chubb. He had 23 carries, 101 yards, and two touchdowns when these teams met earlier this season. He is—he has been really the the guy that has been the problem for the Bengals, and he always touches the ball a ton. He's my number three ranked running back this week, Nick Chubb. Um, I, this one—where where'd it go? Uh, Steve had a question. He said Trevor Lawrence or Kirk Cousins this weekend. Oh, this is a—that is a—that's a tricky spot. I'm nervous about Kirk. By the way, Kirk got just dis. Destroyed and took so many shots last week. I'm, I'm impressed he's not on. I expect him to be on the injury report. I'm impressed he's not on the injury report. And that's part of what Kirk Cousins probably does not get enough credit for is the dude never missed time, and he has taken so many huge shots um, over the course of his time here. Um, now Jacksonville's on by, so you know we really don't have to worry about the either or on this one. So, but we'll you know we'll mention Kirk Cousins. Goes up against the Lions uh, secondary that's kind of improved up to middle of the pack. 
they're still giving up 251 yards, one and a half touchdowns per game. And it's a nice opportunity for Cousins, who threw for 260 and two last time we met. And that sounds about right here. I've got him as my number 13 ranked, quarter, ranked quarterback. I've got uh, two or three people that are asking, uh, and uh, Lamar Jackson, we don't even know if he's going to play yet, right? He's not out. He's not going to play. He's going to be out. I don't think so. That, that's what yeah. I thought. I thought he was because they, they listed him as week to week, and there's a few people that have asked about Lamar Jackson. I don't even think yeah. he's going to play. And by the way, Jacksonville not on bye. I don't know why I had a brain fart on Jacksonville. So sorry about that. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know. Sorry. That's, that was on me. So let me just let me back that. Let me back that up for a moment. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know what, what I don't, else? Yeah, I don't Go know ahead. where I was going with that. Sorry. Uh, this one's from Vince who says, uh, Judy or Thielen? Judy or Thielen? Um, well, that's a, that's a good question. I've got Thielen on a, a modest grade here, but I, I don't necessarily love him. It was interesting. The last time the Vikings played the Lions, they basically, their game plan was anything but Justin Jefferson. And they held Justin Jefferson to 13 yards in that game, and Thielen had the big game. And it ended up being a very, very close game, as all the Vikings games are. Very, very close. Um, and so you could, you know, you can make a good case that the same, they'll try the same style this time against Thielen. Um, they gave up six catches, 61 yards, and a touchdown to Thielen in, in the last one. You know, I don't have to tell your listeners because you know the Lions well. This is the middle of the pack cornerbacks, Jerry Jacobs and Mike Hughes and Jeff Okuda. So there's a decent opportunity. I've got him a couple of spots higher. We'll take Adam Thielen in this one. Uh, Mason says uh, Jamar Chase or CeeDee Lamb. Ooh, that's getting – that's get, how are those, how is it one or the other on this? I mean, who else right? do you have? Devontae Adams? I mean, I don't know who else you've got to have. <laughs> you've right? you got to go between those guys. Uh, here's why I would sit to CeeDee Lamb. Houston's run defense is so bad. There's a real scenario that it's just Zeke and Pollard for the whole game. And then you know, Houston, then Dallas gets way up ahead, and they're not even passing in the final third of the game. And that's how you can put CeeDee Lamb on a, on a down game. Jamar Chase came last week, uh, you know, coming off of that injury. All he did was lead the team in targets, receptions, receiving yards, and he hurdled a defender. So he's obviously back. He's my number three wideout this week. Uh, oh, by the way, he says my other wideout is Justin Jefferson. That's why. That's I why. guess. Yeah. I mean, and that's, there you, go. you know, the funny, the funny thing is, I mean, I would start to, yeah, I, you can't, you can't ever bench Justin Jefferson, I suppose. Right. Hey, did you see this? We were talking about the Vikings for a second. If you were to invert every team's one score outcomes, the Vikings would have one win Oof. on the season. Wow. Worst in the I, league. We, we talked about that earlier. I said we were doing our rankings for the NFC and the AFC, and I said, look, I got to go Philadelphia. I got to go Dallas. Uh, I don't know what Purdy's going to bring to the table, but because of their defense, which is so incredibly good in San Francisco, mm -hmm. I might have to go San Francisco number three. And I know I'm pissing off Vikings fans, but the defense is second to last in yards given up. I think they're 20th in points given up this season. They're, they're hanging on, and, and then you go into the postseason, and Kirk Cousins has one career win in the postseason. I, you you got to take that into account. So I, I while I, I think they're a good team, I don't know if they're on the level of great team. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Look, it, for a 10-2 team, and, you know, and I've, I've been part of you know, plenty of other fast starts, you know, the Brett Favre year, uh, 2009, the team was 10-2. Uh, Randy Moss's year, they were 11-1 uh, at this stage. 
those teams had elect an electricity to them that this one doesn't. Viking fans are just they're just waiting for the other shoe to drop, and then you go you play Dallas three weeks ago and get destroyed. And so this just there isn't the same kind of of sense like this could be a team of destiny because the defense just isn't good enough, and the defense just keeps yielding over and over again, and they somehow manage to win. And I mean, you know that, that counts for a lot, but man, it just doesn't have that feel to it. Uh, this is from Mark, who says Najee Harris, Zeke Elliott, or Joe Mixon. Well, I think Zeke is the is the easy answer to this because Houston again worst run defense in the league by a fair margin. Um, he's gotten a lot of accidents returning to, uh, to from injury three games ago, averaging seventy rushing yards and four touchdowns in those three games. He gets the ball to stripe. Pollard doesn't. Houston gives up the, as I mentioned, the most yards, also second most yards per carry. Um, they've also given up the most rushing touchdowns in the league. So pretty hard to argue with Zeke, even in a, in a dual threat, you know, backfield. And I think Mixon's back this week. He was in concussion protocol for two weeks. So I think he's actually yeah. back this week. But P. Ryan's yep. been actually running the ball really well for them. He has, and that's part of the problem, right? So, you know, Pirines look good enough that even with Mixon gets the start, which we expect is going to be the case, Pirines does earn the right to get a, be a bigger part of that offense, and that's a worry. Uh, before I let you go, give me a sleeper. Give me something good. DJ Chark against my Vikings. We were just saying, you know, we, we, have, we have some concern about, about the Vikings secondary, and I think that's very real. Vikings have got one good cornerback and only one. Uh, and that is Patrick Peterson. All the other matchups across the field are going to be very positive for DJ Chark, who had been uh, hurt for a long time, came back two weeks ago, didn't do a lot, then came back last week at full strength, 98 yards on a touchdown. And now off of that game, I like him here. Vikings are going to have their hands full with Amon Ross St. Brown, and I think DJ Chark gets a lot of one-on-one matchups. Nice opportunity for him. Paul, great stuff as always. Good to have you back, and stay well, man. Stay healthy, okay? Yeah, stay. Uh, uh, let's 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 see what we can do about uh, keeping you phlegm free. Anti phlegm this week. I get it. I get it. Hey, oh, by okay. the way, I, one of these years, uh, I'm going to have you do your show here because uh, we'd love to have you guys at the party this weekend. I know you got to work, but one of these years, man. One of these years. I know. I'd love to do All it. Right? I'd love to do yeah. it. We just don't. Yeah, fantasy season is a it's cruel. No time off. Yep. I hate it. That part is yep. bad. I yeah. know. Thank I you, know. my friend. Up, Talk buddy. to you later. Talk to you soon. There you go. That's our buddy Paul Charchian joining us on the hotline for a couple and trying to get a little uh, mix of everybody's questions that were flying in once we get in. I always say try to get it in early. Get it in early to us so I can kind of chart these things and they start flying in Twitter and emails and, and on the Bud Light live stream and such as we get going. So try to get as many of as, as we possibly can. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Buzzard Billy's out in La Crosse. And if you're in La Crosse, you can do a little downtown shopping, shopping a little bit local, heading out and about. And then afterwards, you're going to want to eat. And that's a great place to eat. They support veterans. And on top of it, uh, literally on top of it, upstairs is the Starlight Lounge. Go up there and get yourself a nice cocktail, nice martini. Take a, take a rest. Enjoy the music a little bit. Sit back, relax, and uh, take some time for the holiday season. That's our friends at Buzzer Billy, Starlight Lounge upstairs. Great places both. Big supporters of our veterans. And we can't say thanks enough to them out in La Crosse for paying attention to the program. Stay tuned. we got more after this. This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
if you are out and about, you want to take a load off out in the Waukesha area, you want some Italian food, uh, like I told you, Kristen and I stopped in to uh, Albanese's last Friday night. I had a really nice time, meatball sandwich, and I think she had some lasagna, and uh, we sat down to talk to Joey, had a couple of drinks at the bar, and just a really relaxing night, I had some calamari, so uh, just Really good food, really great place, good people, family-owned. It has been for a long, long time. That's Albanese's Roadhouse, Blue Mountain Road, out in the uh, Brookfield, Waukesha area, right next to Menards. Cannot recommend it anymore if I had to. Really good stuff. If you're out in the uh, Waukesha area and want some Italian food, that would be the place to go. That's our friends Joey Albanese and the gang. Um, the uh, Let's see here. Uh, Dustin says, everybody in my league thought I was so dumb to uh, trade away Nick Chubb three weeks ago for Devontae Adams and uh, Gabe Davis. Yeah, uh, right, because all of a sudden the Raiders have really come on. It looks like a favorable matchup coming up this evening as well as they're obviously going into L.A. to take on the Rams. Uh, going to have that, I'm f- putting some finishing touches on the houses tonight on the house tonight. So I got the game on at just about every level of the house. Be walking around doing floors and carpets and anything else this evening. But uh, but yeah, I'm going to have that one on. I am go- I I'm going to have that one on for a couple of reasons. One is you're going to wait and see if they actually start Baker Mayfield. Uh, that's kind of an intrigue, right? Um, but when you lost Aaron Donald, uh, it it just it's been a train wreck of a season. And the Raiders are intriguing as the Raiders have started to win. And you just wonder if the Raiders um, are good. They're only a couple of spots out right now. They're only a couple of losses uh, out from getting back in it. And uh, the Raiders have suddenly reeled off three straight, beating the Broncos. And the most impressive one was they in back-to-back weeks, they, they put up 40 against the Seahawks uh, in Seattle. And then they just beat the Chargers at home 27-20. They could knock off the Rams if they get really rolling. They go back to Vegas and play the Patriots. Then they have the Steelers. I mean, they could reel off, in essence, what, six in a row before they have to face the 49ers? And who knows what the 49ers are going to be at that point. The big one could come at the end of the season. They face the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs come into Las Vegas. So that's the remaining schedule for them. The Rams, Patriots, Steelers, 49ers, and Chiefs. So wait and see. After starting off so dismally, they were they were two and seven, and all of a sudden now they've uh, reeled off three straight to kind of climb back into this thing. So we'll see. We talk about the Packers all the time. Like, look, if 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 you get hot, and towards the end of the season you get hot, you can be one of the hotter teams going into the postseason that nobody's really going to want to face because all of a sudden it started to click. You've started to become a believer again. You started to figure it out again. So uh, maybe maybe the maybe the Raiders are going to be that team, but obviously there's some Devonte Adams intrigue tonight too. Uh, they hold the uh, the wins and the tiebreaker over Cleveland based on the best win percentage in conference games. The division tiebreak was initially used uh, to eliminate Pittsburgh. Cleveland wins that break over Pittsburgh based on the head-to-head win percentage. So you kind of follow it there. But uh, but yeah, the Raiders right now only one game behind the Chargers, and they just beat the Chargers. They just knocked the Chargers off. So if they get a win tonight, they go to 6-7 and seven while they'll still have one loss more than the Chargers, whatever the Chargers do this weekend. If the Chargers lose and end up tied with Las Vegas because Vegas has beaten them, they would then overtake them out of the head-to-head. And then they still have to face New England too. So they, stay, they might have a shot. Might have a shot. 877-867-167. Uh, you said Jason Garrett's going to Stanford, Ben? Stuart Mandel of The Athletic 
has reported that he has emerged as a finalist for the Stanford job, which is objectively hilarious. Do you like Jason Garrett as an announcer? No. No, he is. He is the most <laughs> bland human ever. He is. He is. He, uh... But that whole NBC Sunday night, that, they're yeah. all kind of bland. Yeah. Um, I like Tariko and I like Collinsworth. But they have tried to make it, you know, Tony Dungy's love everybody. Um, and they've got names, you know. I like it when Chris Sims stirs the pot. I like that. Then they brought in Collinsworth's kid who runs Pro Football Focus. Um, so he's now a part of that that mix. But I uh, wonder how man, we got that job. Right? But, uh, but yeah, it's uh, oof. It is a soft, the soft, the soft belly of the broadcasts. Uh, Fox is a little bit, you know, critical. CBS is more staunch and stoic. Obviously, you know, NFL Game Day on ESPN is is pretty good. I like Mooch and the gang over on the NFL Network. But about the softest group of uh, of broadcasters and commentators is by far uh, over on uh, over on uh, over on NBC. Uh, without a doubt, if it's Eight, seven, if it's true, I don't know what Jason Garrett's doing. Stanford is one of the worst jobs in the country at this point. With the uh, new age of college football and how it's structured, like they're they're screwed. Maybe he's looking for a job. Maybe it's just you know, hey, Stanford. Stanford would pay him a lot. Stanford's they got money. I guess expectations are as low as possible, right? But they got money. Who knows? Um. Yeah, right. The the as uh, Mark calls him, the proverbial redhead, the redheaded stepchild. Yep, I've heard okay. him referred to as the clapper because what he does best is <laughs> clap it's on clap, the sidelines. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah. We still got him. We're down ten with 12, 12 seconds to go. We still got him. Got him. There you go. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to find us, do it again. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Um, uh, again, getting, uh, different, uh, different questions about Jim Leonard, the next Green Bay Packers defensive coordinator, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there's different stories out that are out about, it. look, we talked a lot about this yesterday and put up a poll question as a matter of fact, in, in regards to all of this. And I think that, uh, it is going to be something that's going to be, while it's going to be revisited and I'm sure that somebody in Green Bay has reached out. I'm sure that somebody in Green Bay has sent a note over to say, hey, um, you know, sorry about your luck, whatever. Um, but I, I think there is still going to be a wide casting of the net wide search, I would have to think, for the next defensive coordinator. And Mike Clements brought up a really good point last night about this. And it's something that we kind of discussed, but we never really went too in depth on. And that is that you've only got a few years left with Rodgers. Most likely. Do you really bring in a first time NFL defensive coordinator, a first time NFL coach of any type to be your defensive coordinator and try to, you know, kind of quote, learn on the fly, so to speak, whether or not you had NFL experience as a player or not, do you really want a first time coordinator to come in and try to run a defense and supplement the offense? Do you really want that for, to be, you know, maybe after Rodgers leaves and you're in somewhat of a restart mode, 
not rebuild, but just maybe somewhat of a restart mode. Do you maybe then, maybe the timing of this thing isn't real good right now, but do you really want a first time defensive coordinator to be running your defense when you're in a win now mode? And that was a that's a very good question. By the way, our poll question from yesterday. Uh, do you want to see Leonard as the next offensive co- or defense coordinator? 72% said yes. 28% said no. We had well over 1,000 votes. How about that? Well over 1,000 votes, but 28% said no. The majority of people said no because they don't want to end up hating Jim Leonard. They don't want to blow him out. It's not that they don't think he's capable. It's just they, they don't want to because everybody hates the defensive coordinator. They don't want to blow him out. But uh, But 72% said yes. But that's a great question. When you think about it in that perspective, does it make more sense not to hire Jim Leonard, Ben? I'm sorry, say that one more time. When, when you look at Jim Leonard being a first-time NFL defensive coordinator, you are in a win-now mode with Aaron Rodgers, right? You, you've got him yes. maybe two years. You're in a win-now mode. Do you really want to go and dive into the pool of first-time defensive NFL coordinator? I get that part of it. It would depend on who the other options are. If it's him or Fangio, I might take Fangio. You know, right. if it's him or the other successful guys, probably take them. But still, if you look at it in a vacuum, I think he would fit perfectly in terms mm-hmm. of what his defenses do, how good he is at, at coaching defense, and how bright his mind is. You know, the reason I don't want it is because I don't want him to get run out of town, which is a complete separate conversation. So. The long answer is uh, probably not. I would go with Fangio first. Uh, let's do this. 877-867-1670. When you think about it in those terms, do you still, for those that do want, do want, um, you know, uh, Jim Leonard as the next defensive coordinator, but if you think about it in those terms, do you still want it that way? Do you still want a first-time NFL defensive coordinator taking over in a win-now mode, so to speak? 877-867-1670. Hit us up again, 877-867-1670. Find us. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pindell, a quality machining and manufacturing company, New Berlin, Wisconsin, right here in our own backyard. Good people. It's not just a career, or it's not just a job. It's a career, and they train you. They can set you up for your future. That's our friends at Pindell. P-I-N-D-E-L.com. Think about it, P-I-N-D-E-L. Pindell.com. Great benefits, and they pay their workers well. Pindell.com. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Gift ideas. How about for somebody who likes to grill, maybe barbecue, what have you? Our friends at Burn Pit Barbecue, they put together some really nice gift boxes. And whether it's a, a sauce, rubs, hot sauces, they've got it all. You can go there and kind of mix and match, pick it out yourself. Go to Burn Pit, Burn Pit Barbecue, Burn Pit, P-I-T, BBQ.com, Burn Pit Barbecue.com. They are veteran-owned, and they're right here in the state of Wisconsin. Can't say uh, enough of good things about these guys. So check out BurnPitBarbecue.com, BurnPitBarbecue.com. Before we get to our picks, 
picks in the spread. Let's get to the phone calls real quick. Let's go to John listening to us in Madison. John, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, thanks. You know, for Jim Leonard, I would love to see him take the D coordinator position with the Packers for one reason. I want him to be able to finish kind of his fairy tale story of a life that he's had so far. You know, went from being a walk-on with the U, became a three-time All-American, became a coach, became the D coordinator, put together one of the top defenses in the country. He's kind of risen to every challenge that's been put in front of him, put him in the pro league, let him prove himself, and then open the doors of opportunities for him to get that head coaching position uh, at the college level or at the pro level. I couldn't, I can't say enough good things about him, and sure, he could fail and, and kind of get run out and, and tarnish his reputation, but uh, I'll lean on the side to say I think he can do it, and I think he can impress us all and uh, only build his reputation. I think the hope, and appreciate the phone call, I think the hope that we have for Jim Leonard, if indeed that happens, that 100% agree with you. I would love to see the fairy tale of growing up here, going to Wisconsin, moving on to the NFL, getting the accolades, leaving the NFL, coming back to be one of the better defensive coordinators in college football, uh, getting a shot at Wisconsin, and then growing up from there and making it better by even taking over as a defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers and maybe, maybe taking the Packers to a championship. That'd be fantastic. That's, that's, I agree with you. That's the fairy tale story. 100%. Hey, don't forget our friends at Lux Golf. They are open at the ballpark commons in Franklin, 57 bays and uh, three stories overlooking a 250 yard long turf. Also, don't forget they have the Enchanted North Pole in Franklin right now at the same spot at the Lux Golf. It's open Friday through Sunday, uh, all the way up into uh, Christmas. The uh, the Tubing Hill, the Sledding Hill is now open as well. But the Enchanted North Pole, go to EnchantedNorthPole.com. EnchantedNorthPole.com. They have hot cocoa, storytelling, Santa's elves, uh, Christmas caroling. You can write a letter to Santa. Every child receives a 2022 Christmas ornament, which can be signed by Santa, Mrs. Claus, and the elves as well. It's a really, really, really cool event. Stop over and check out our friends over there at uh, Lux Golf. It's the Ballpark Commons. And don't forget about EnchantedNorthPole.com. That is EnchantedNorthPole.com. All right, time to get to some picks. Ben, Kenny, you ready? Yes, I will preface. I went one and two. I am now 16, 21, and two. Not admirable. You went three and zero last week. You're twenty seventeen and two. Twenty seventeen and two. The competition You're... is very close to one, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> all right. This week, I, you know what I'll do? I'll let you go first. Oh, all right. Well, uh, I'll let you go first. Pick against whatever I pick, people. My first pick: Lions minus two and a half at home against Minnesota. It's actually now two. So Lions minus two. Law of large numbers. Eventually, the Vikings have to drop one of these one-possession games. Since the Lions have fired their secondaries coach, their defense has played so much better. They are running the hell out of the football. The Vikings have won, but they haven't looked good recently. So I think we could see a true 5-7 uh, and seven might be better than it, and then 10-2 and two definitely worse than that record. It all comes to fruition on Sunday. I'll take the Lions. Uh, good pick. That's one of the ones I think we picked last night, too, as a matter of fact. I uh, I had talked about it earlier. Joe Burrow has not been able to beat the Browns. Cincinnati favored by five and a half at Paul Brown Stadium this weekend in the Queen City. And uh, you got Deshaun Watson is back. He looked rusty. 
in uh, game one against the Texans. There was nothing spectacular about it, but there was a different level of confidence now that they got what they believe to be their quarterback. I'm going to take the Bengals to win, but they will not beat the Cleveland Browns by five and a half. I, 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 the win is maybe a toss-up, but I'm going to take Cleveland in this game. Cleveland's going to cover the five and a half. I really kind of believe that. So if the Bengals get a win, it'll be uh, uh, Joe Burrow's first win against Cleveland. But I'm going to take Cleveland to cover the five and a half at Paul Brown Stadium in the Queen City of Cincinnati this coming weekend. There you go. Bill, I've, I've said it. Wow. I They are <laughs> going to be the walleye defenders of Ohio, I guess. Um, right? I like Brock Purdy. I like this okay. story. I like Shanny's offense. It works. You put in a guy, he he knows the system. He's had a full year to practice against a great defense in San Francisco. Definitely has helped. The Buccaneers are three and a half point dogs on the road in San Francisco. And uh, like we've seen Tampa, they're nothing special. Brady doesn't, like he looks engaged, but there are struggles. I just, I'm going to bet against Brock Purdy. I'm going to bet on the Tampa Bay defense to keep the game close. And maybe Brady can make enough plays for Tampa to actually win outright. So, Bucks plus three and a half. There you go. Bucks plus three and a half. My pick, I'm going with your Eagles. They're on the road. They're giving seven in the Meadowlands at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Uh, the Giants are a fraud. I believe that. I think the Eagles are going to expose them uh, badly. I'm going to take the Eagles on the road to get the win and to cover. I bet you they win by eight or more. I'm hoping 10, 14 or more, but I'm going to take the Eagles on the road to go to 12 and one and undefeated away from the link. But they're also going to cover that spread easily. Oh, man. It's the NFC East. I don't know. Eagles Giants has always been a throw out the records and sometimes weird upsets. The Giants are a fraud. It's not happening. I, I, I hope you're right. You know what? I'm going to think you're right. And then if you're wrong, if the Eagles lose or if they win by three, I'm going to blame the fact that you picked them is why. Okay. Um, My last pick, Jaguars plus four. I've picked the Jaguars every week, and eventually it's going to have to come around for me. The Titans just got destroyed by Philly. The Jaguars don't have the run defense to do the same thing. Trevor Lawrence is banged up. I don't care. I'll take them plus four. Uh, Jets are on the road, taking on the Bills at Highmark Stadium. Still don't like the name of that. Highmark Stadium. Buffalo is favored by 10 in this one. Um, it's the, the over and under is 43 and a half. And the Bills, the Bills have played better as of late. Uh, but as much as I believe, and we just went through this, that I think the Bills are probably the second best team in the AFC I don't have that 100% faith in them. And this is it for the Jets. The Jets have got to win this one. Otherwise, they go to 7-6. and six. They are then in a complete dogfight to even make the postseason. They need this one. So I'm going to take the Bills to win. But because of the desperation of the Jets, they will cover. I'll take the Jets getting 10 in Buffalo in Orchard Park, New York, this coming weekend. I like that pick. Mike White, yeah. the franchise. The franchise, the faith in Mike White. If the Jets win, I might get a white jersey. Who knows? You know, I, this has to do with nothing, but I was I was having a conversation with some friends last weekend. How many people in the world do you think are named Mike White? It's got to uh, be a, a lot. lot, right? A lot. Yeah. We, were, we were estimating. I, I said like 10,000, and that might be a little too high. 
Well, just Google Mike White, and you'll see Mike White come up, or Google like White Pages Mike White and see how many how many Mike Whites come up. That's a great you idea. I have there chosen you know. not to do that. <laughs> All right, let's do this. I choose to do this. We're going to go ahead and step away. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and uh, wrap up this particular hour, this portion of the program. Brought to you by our friends, Sloppy Joe's and Smoke on the Water, a good old-fashioned Wisconsin bar at Sloppy Joe's on Hubertus in Hubertus. Smoke on the Water, uh, great place. Uh, by the way, our uh, Christmas party um, for Fisher House, Wisconsin, is next week for the board of directors out there uh, next Tuesday. But upstairs, a beautiful place. Downstairs, they have that big banquet hall, and they put music down there on the weekends and always have great bands. It's a terrific atmosphere. Stop into either place. You can't go wrong. Smoke on the water with Joe and Ellen Hennis, Sloppy Joe's, same owners, good people, great place. Stop in, tell them we sent you. More of the Bill Michael Show to come. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers say they plan to have Romeo Dobbs back for their next game. The rookie receiver has been inactive for over a month and was asked if he's looking forward to getting back on the field with Christian Watson. Yes, I am, but again, we'll, we'll see what happens. I feel great being out there. I know Christian feels just the same. and get us going. Dobbs suffered a high ankle sprain November 6th against Detroit after getting hit by two Lions defenders. He came close to playing against the Bears in Chicago this past Sunday. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. We worked him out in pregame. We were hopeful that he was going to be able to play a limited role. Uh, That wasn't the case. You know, he's diligent about his rehab and just the process that you got to go through to get back. And I know he's, he's definitely eager to be back out on the field and yeah definitely excited to hopefully get him back in the fold next game now the packers next game is against the rams on monday night football december 19th the rams are hosting the raiders tonight on thursday night football but they'll be without aaron donald out with an ankle injury former wisconsin badger david edwards is being shut down at left guard after a series of concussions and with matthew stafford out with a spinal cord contusion the rams signed quarterback baker mayfield after he was waived by the Panthers Tuesday. Sean McVay on why they signed Mayfield. I think it's just, you know, the love of the game, the competitor, um, all the things that he brings, you know, from the traits and characteristics of a quarterback. You know, he's a natural thrower, like I said, ability to be able to throw in the pocket and out of the pocket. There's a lot of things, whether it be in Cleveland or even in Carolina, that he's been asked to do that are very similar concept carryover to what we've been able to do and and some of the things that we have as foundational parts of our offense. So that makes it a little bit easier. Um, It's kind of all of those things. And, and certainly not exclusive to one of them. That's Rams head coach Sean McVay. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Good to have you back. The Bill Michaels Show continues on. Friends at uh, over there at the ICHC, the Irish Cultural Heritage Center, reminding you, reminding you that uh, they're not done with the holiday season by any stretch of the imagination. Christmas O'Carolyn featuring Reverie Road coming on December 18th. Tickets are still available if you're looking for some good, authentic Irish Christmas spirit, some vocals and music and good upcoming concert. Uh, this is the place to go. ICHC.net. IC Irish Cultural Heritage Center. ICHC. Dot net, ICHC.net, or just give our buddy over there a call 
And uh, Corey Webster is hanging by the phone. 414-345-8800. 414-345-8800. That is December 18th, Reverie Road, coming for Christmas O'Carolyn at the ICHC, the Irish Cultural Heritage Center. Good stuff there as well. Ben, here's a question for you. Um... If by chance, you know how we see all these different ads this time of year for many different things like, uh, you know, saving animals for only 19 cents a day and feeding kids for 20 cents a day and all that kind of stuff. If uh, if Wisconsin put out to get kids in the NIL $10 a month to your credit card, would you do it? They already do that in a way. There's the Varsity Collective on Twitter. Mm-hmm. has put out there that they package it in a very perfect way of help us better the student-athlete experience and blah, blah, Correct. blah, blah, blah. Really, it's, hey, pay us so we could pay players. And Correct. I think it'd be funny if they just said that as the sentence. That's exactly right. I, that is what Ohio State now is doing publicly. $10 is, a month know, is tough, though. For $10 a month. I mean. $10 a month. I produce radio, Bill, you know? I know. I know. I get it. I might have to put in 20 just for uh, 10 for you, 10 for me. But uh, Ohio State is doing it publicly now. Uh, it's uh, on their Facebook page. It was on a couple of other uh, follows that I that I have. They're doing it public. Uh, you know, bring bring kids for the Ohio State Buckeye experience for only $10 a month. It's not like we're feeding the world here. We're, we're paying college athletes to come play for your team. They make it sound like it's a, a, you know, these these starving athletes. Oh, it's it's such a shame that they can't be an athlete here at Ohio State. So for $10 a month, you too can bring in a future Buckeye. Yeah. And I can just wait for it now. You're going to get that free T-shirt. <laughs> Eventually. You know, you got uh, St. Jude Hospital. You've got all kinds of different things this time of year. Uh, Salvation Army, you know, everybody's asking for money. But right now, if you want to support an athlete for for only $10 a month, you can do this. And they'll still probably get uh, waxed by Michigan. So what does it matter? Oh my, yeah, right. Oh, my God, goodness. I, I think at this point they should put out the, you know, would you like to beat Michigan? We'd like to beat Michigan. For only $10 a month, we can pay off that Earl Shy beard of Ryan Day <laughs> to get him the hell out of our – Get him out of the coaching ranks here at Ohio State. Get the buyout life working. Remove the shoe from Ryan Day for only ten dollars a month. You know, <laughs> you wonder how bad that beard is without Earl Shives. Hey, you, you, you tape it off. We'll spray it. Paint job. God, that's good. That's good oh, stuff. Oh my that's goodness. good stuff. What if they lose to Michigan in the national title? Do you think you would relinquish Um, all Ohio State ties and disown uh, them? Oh, it it would be. Well, I I told you that they're already, I mean, fan base wise, they're already picking out the next head coach who they want. And they're pissed off that some of these coaches, they're they're, they're really mad. Luke Fickle got gobbled up by Wisconsin. I mean, there was whole message boards created to get Luke Fickle to go back to Ohio State. Because now he's kind of learned, he's figured it out, and now bring him back, and he can then take the Buckeye Nation to to uh, you know the promised land. There is after that. I'll tell you this: if they beat Georgia to face Michigan, I think first of all it'll be a miracle. But if they get dump trucked by Georgia, 
it, it'll be ugly. And if they beat Georgia and then lose to Michigan again in a national title game, oh. that's the equivalent. That would be the 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 kill yourself equivalent as when the Bears lost at home at Soldier Field to the Green Bay Packers for the Hallis Trophy and the NFC Championship game. That's that that's that equivalent. And, oh, my God, because then you've got Michigan fans. doesn't matter what happens the rest of your life. Until Ohio State beats Michigan in a national title game, they will always have that over your head. I, that would be the Ryan Day, there's no way he can even get back on the plane moment. Oh, yeah. Another hour yet to go. Kevin Holden, CBS 58, going to join us. Coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. 